Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We have the great Kelvin Gastelum in studio hey, with hey. us. Uh, Baba Jenkins. What did you do, dog? Bellator fighter. Got a big November 20th big fight coming up. Absolutely. Kelvin's got a huge fight coming up. It's Matt Brown. Uh, yeah. November, right? Yeah, November 21st, Matt Brown, UFC Monterey. So, so you got 20th Bubba, 21st Kelvin. When I'm beating somebody Bye. up, he'll be weighing in. It's how, all good. How yeah. fucking cool is that? And Tyler's got a fight coming up. as well. No, Tyler Bowe is here right. as well. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. You're an MMA fanatic and you're proud of it. You know all the fighters. You watch all the matches. You're listening to an MMA podcast right now. It's time to put your knowledge of the sport to the test at DraftKings.com, the exclusive daily fantasy sport partner of the UFC. At DraftKings, you can win huge cash prizes every time you play. Just select five fighters, stay under the salary cap, outscore your competition, and you could be on your way to a massive payday. Score points for significant strikes, takedowns, advances, knockdowns, and more. These are the biggest daily fantasy MMA contests anywhere, and only at DraftKings.com, and only DraftKings has them. Play to win your piece of the $1 billion in prizes DraftKings is giving away this year. Don't miss out. So call to action. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play Daily Fantasy MMA for free this weekend during UFC Fight Night. DraftKings.com, the official Daily Fantasy Sports partner of the USC. And to roast it to play for free now at DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, we all know how underpaid fighters are, okay? I can't tell you how many times I've had people on the podcast. They're, 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 bus, they're ranked number 15 in the world. They're driving a bus. They're AAA people. They're doing this. They're, they're, they're school people. Just ridiculous, okay? These fighters are underpaid, and now Bubba Jenkins has devised a plan to get these guys paid. Go to tipafighter.com. The fans can tip the fighters for performance. There's no reason, fighters, you shouldn't be on this. You're in the octagon, in the cage, Anyway, okay, maybe you're also kickboxers can do it, right? Mm-hmm. Boxers can do it. All fighters. Look at All fighters. fighters. Listen, you entertain me every single weekend, fighters. Okay, I want to be able to thank you by throwing you some money. So go to tipafighter.com. Also, American Icon Autographs, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Fedor. Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan, and no, go to their website to find out who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave, AIASE.com. Right now, I am drinking the most delicious coffee I've ever had in my entire life, Camara Coffee. It's a premium, high-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic infused with high-quality nootropics. What are nootropics? They're brain vitamins. What do they do? They help uh, counteract things like Alzheimer's. Brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. If you want to increase your focus, nourish your brain, and reap the proven benefits of coffee all in one, Camara Coffee is for you. K I M E R A K O F F E E dot com. Promo code MMA Roasted. Also, Decipher. Guys, I tell you, by the way, Decipher is giving one of our, anybody, one of our hosts right now can use Decipher for free for an hour. It's a lifestyle firm designed to make your life better. Today's world is full of difficulty. Why not make it easier? Decipher is a company designed to cover a wide range of issues with all the goals and making life painless. They specialize in life coaching, mental coaching, negotiations, personal advising, and even business consulting. All services designed to help you maximize your full potential. So I'm telling you, they've coached guys, celebrities, MMA fighters, porn stars, boxers, and more. (laughs) Just use the code DODGEBALL. 
Call them up and start talking to them right now. di-cipher.com. Use Dodgeball for 10% off. And finally, have gang members taken over your place? Is your place filled with graffiti? Well, go to Remove It Restoration. They will take care of it for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is important. Go to RemoveItRestoration.com, 1-888-424-9697. Bam. We're ready to start. Nice. How's it going, Kelvin? Nice. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I- I'm, so, I'm so honored to have you, man. You're one of my favorite fighters. I've been a fan of yours since The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I don't believe you. I sw- dude, <laughs> you, you, you were one of the only people to ask me to roast you. You were like, Adam, when am I getting roasted? And you, at true. the time, you were 19 years old, 20 years old? <laughs> yeah. 20? That is true, yeah. And Bubba was one of your coaches? Yeah. I coached him on the, on, on the way in the house. He won the fight. To get um, into the house. To get into the house. And I told Bones, listen. He's like, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think? And I'm like, listen, we need Kevin Gastelum. Well, why would we get him? I was like, he's a decent boxer right now, and he's got really good wrestling. Plus, he's got a lot of heart because he had to squeeze that fight out. I mean, yeah, I, that was a tough all fight. the good recipes to you know a guy who can advance and win in the next six. So weeks. So you realize this kid was going to be good from the start because he was picked oh, last man. from the start. He, he, was, <laughs> yeah. he was picked. They didn't last. listen to me, and he ended oh, up winning man, it. Man. And I was just like, and I kept telling John, I was like, "Yo, we need to get him." And like, I don't care what picks. And he was like, "Oh, we should get Clint, and we should get these guys." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. but eventually, let's pick up Gasly." I'm, oh, I'm like, "Yo, the wrestling is going to kill in this type of environment." As right. far as like, you know, you win yeah. what first round, you win the second round. There is no third round, you know. Those are just takedown type of rounds. Takedown the rounds. Now over. you were the state champ of Arizona, right? Yeah, in '09. Now when did you start wrestling? Uh, middle school, seventh middle school. grade. Yeah, and you, and you you must have took it really. You're one state. That's pretty. That's not easy to do. I mean, it's not too much of a big deal, but <laughs> but. I, 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 I would but disagree. At the, <laughs> but at the time, I mean, yeah, it was it was a big deal. For so me. Now, did, did you win your senior year? How did you do your yeah my fresh, senior year freshman sophomore junior? my senior year. senior year? Now you went to Northern Idaho. Yeah, Northern Idaho College. But you only lasted there a year. Only a year. What happened there? Yeah, I didn't do so good in school. You wanted to punch <laughs> people in the face. That's what it was. No, I came back and, um, you know, my mom needed help uh, financially uh, around the house. You know, I needed to work and and contribute more in the house. So uh, I started working and then training was just something I did on the Did on you the wrestle side. for them? Where? At Northern Idaho? Yeah. Where is Northern Idaho? In Co- it's called. It's a little town called Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I've been to Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene? Really? Okay. Do, like a triple gigs yeah, up that way? Yeah. No, you I've ever never... been up there? It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't want to stay there for four yeah. years. But... <laughs> now, were, you, were you the only Mexican there? <laughs> <laughs> so I was living with two, with two uh, black guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was living with two black guys. and Two I always, brothers. Two brothers. And uh, they were my roommates. And I always said uh, that 90% of the... Minority population was living in that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you didn't feel comfortable. You were there. You, you were just like you read. That. I mean, no, no, I felt fine. I actually, how, look, how bro, you do it was if- Idaho. It <laughs> was Idaho. Only thing. What is it? Potatoes? Is that what they're known for? Potato. Yeah. yeah. Come, come on, dog. Only potato thing. state. Potatoes and racism. I think. Did you hook up with any any chicks there? Any Northern Idaho girls? Yeah. Yeah. I nice. Did. There you go. Some nice Kilo. white farm girls. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, did, <laughs> so you wrestled for them for the, f- the first year. I mean, you also did, did you do well or did you? Um, so I walked on the team. I didn't even get a scholarship. I decided to just walk on the team and um, made it on the team and was ranked um, in the top five that 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 uh, first semester that I wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, what happened? And then I was ineligible the second semester. Oh, because of the grades. Yeah. Oh, that coach must have flipped. Yeah. Oh, no, man. well, they, they helped me get eligible and stuff, but they uh, but they just didn't want me to. And they just wanted like, me to st- focus more on the studies. Yeah, 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 gotcha. What was your weight class in college? 174. Yeah. 
Now, now you've been a, now you've been such so frustrating for the fans. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> because I mean, you go out there, you you beat Jake Ellenberger in one round, who was our co-host. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that was rough. Uh, it was rough for, for for for. I mean, I I was I didn't know who to root for. I like both of you. Yeah, I, I mean, Jake was my co-host. I had to root for the co-host, yeah. but but I but I, I I'm always looking. But that kind of a fight, I want both of them to win. I'm like, I hope, uh. it's, I hope it's a draw. Um, <laughs> now, uh, then your next fight against Tyron Woodley. You, you you miss weight by by so there's all kinds of stories yeah. there. Some people say you miss weight by nine pounds. Yeah, yeah. Other yeah. people said you were like three pounds over, went to the hospital, rehydrated, and then came in nine pounds. Right. What's the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to the hospital. Um, I guess um, they weighed me there, so I was three pounds over, and then they decided to fill me up with a little bit of fluids because I was very dehydrated. And uh, and then, you know, they were speaking, they were communicating with the doctor. Uh, the nurse that was attending me was communicating with the UFC doctor. And they told him, okay, we'll stop whatever you guys are doing and um, and bring him over to the weigh-ins. And um, so I went over to the weigh-ins. But, you mean, but to go to the hospital, you must have been sick as hell, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean what? You, did your body just shut down? Yeah, I guess, you know, I was uh, earlier that week. <laughs> so laid back yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah. I almost died. Not a big deal. But. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Cause, cause, I mean, a little backstory. I, you, I was writing for the MMA Awards that weekend. Yeah. And you won the award yeah. for best, uh, yeah. like, for the breakthrough, breakthrough fighter, fighter of the year, but he couldn't accept it because he was in the hospital for yeah. missing weight. It was just like, and then Luke Barnott was going to accept the award yeah, for him, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. wouldn't let him. But, um, I remember that. So, so, okay, so you were... You were now you're in the hospital at, th- at this point. You're like, were you thinking about just saying fuck it? I, I probably shouldn't fight tomorrow. Yeah, I was thinking about down. I was thinking about not fighting, not fighting. So um, by the by that time, I was just like, oh whatever, you know. I'm not I'm not I don't think Tyron's gonna accept the fight. So by then, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna fight. I'm just gonna show up, not make weight, and then the fight's gonna be called off. Uh, is what I thought, but um. But no, we actually decided on on ending up on on making up the the fight. You know, they said, "Okay, relax. Tomorrow, let's find out if you're ready for the fight or not." And um, now, did Dana come to the hospital and visit you? No, he came um, the day after uh, to see me. And did anybody and say anybody from the UFC say, "Listen, you, you you don't have to fight tomorrow," or were they trying to push you to fight? No, nobody really pushed me to fight. But um, but we, I just because I I just felt obligated to fight you know i was just like you know i signed a contract i didn't make weight but um i felt obligated to fight now i remember that fight now it was a very close fight and I, I really thought that uh you know i couldn't tell it was one of those fights I, I was going back and forth part of me thought you won part of me said it could have been a draw i could see how the judges gave it to tyron it wasn't yeah. like you could argue both ways on that fight i just remember wanting it to be over with you know i was just like let's just get over with it i don't care if i go out there and get knocked out i mean that was my mentality going on there before and um you know that was obviously not the right mentality yeah i mean you you were blocking punches with your head i I, i've never (laughs) seen i've never seen anything like it before you honestly you at the time you your hands were down you were letting tyron woodley punch you in the face <laughs> i don't know if i let him <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't letting him but he was punching. Yeah. and i'm like i'm like kelvin gaslam might be the toughest human being i've ever seen in my fucking life i i remember yeah. that now you bring it up and i was like uh i was like damn okay so you lose that fight and now at that point dana says you have to go back to 185 but you said, right. I don't know how good I'll be at 185, correct? 
Right. Well, I just know 170s is the place for me. That's my home, and that's where I feel comfortable. At 185s, you got Brockhold, you got Weidman standing 6'2", 6'3", feet. They got a huge reach advantage. You know, I'm not, I don't see my chances very good at, at that weight class. Now, how do you think Hendricks will do at that weight class? <laughs> well, I, I compare myself a lot to him. Yeah. Uh, we kind of have the same body style. We, you know, he's obviously also had some, some weight issues. Um, but I think he'll do fine, honestly. Is he going to 185? Is that the new they're thing? They're saying that's that, what Dana that they're not said. letting him back up. I mean, I mean he cost him a fortune. I mean, I mean, I, if I were them, I'd be pissed. That was the one fight I was looking forward to. When, uh, Woodley, and, Woodley and Hendricks? That, I was looking yeah, forward was a huge to that fight. fight. I really was. That's true. Uh, so, I, I don't know. But it's one of those things. I, I, he's a big guy, but I, I think that there almost should be like a 175 weight. They almost have changed the weight classes or something because it, it is a big gap between 170 and 185. That's a, that's a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a totally different body frame from 170 to 185 yeah now now now, now you're out uh so now you're at 10th planet uh yeah. you're training with eddie bravo yeah you left alliance yeah so what's your what's your new camp like so right now i'm going over to um kings over in huntington and then on, on when i'm not going over to kings i'm over at eddie bravo's in 10th planet now how's so. king you're, you're training with like dos años and those guys uh yeah fabricio overdoom dos años is in there um, who else? They got a lot of studs. They got a lot man. of faces in there. They got, got a lot of there studs. A they got a lot of studs. How's the uh, sparring over there? Oh, intense, <laughs> intense to <laughs> say the least. Because everybody tries to knock your head out. Yeah, you know, it's not like there's no games. Everybody's gonna knock so you it's, out. It's harder than Alliance. I mean, the sparring is just another level. You know, they take it to another level. They try to not literally knock you out. In sparring. No, I got hit with a knee one time. I was, you know, in in MMA, there's a kind of thing. Unless you have knee pads on and I have knee pads on and we both agreed, okay, you know, we're, we're going to throw knees. Yeah. You know, no one ever throws knees or elbows. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of squatting down like I was going to do a, a midsection punch kind of thing, like straight to the body. And I went to a straight to the body, dude blocked it. Like did a little salsa move on me, came up <laughs> and just kneed me right Boom. in my sternum. And I was just like. <laughs> did, he, did he have any... Uh, sh- Knee pads on? No, he had nothing. He, he didn't have shin thing, guards on. Same thing happened to me. <laughs> he didn't even have shin guards no, on. I know Bobo said he, one of the reasons he left American Top Team was because every day was like wild sparring. It was like the, the Wild West. Is is there a danger in that? Um, I, I guess there is, but um, I, there's also a lot of benefits, mm-hmm. you know, to, to really sparring, to really know what that grind is like, to really get that real training. Um, there's no comparison to to that other than fighting. So I think the next best thing for training for that is sparring, and that's hard sparring. Yeah, it's such a double-edged sword, though, because it's like you got to spar hard to like get that real like live-action feel, exactly. but at the same time, it's like do you taper off before a fight so you don't get injured? Like, yeah. But that's a big change because I had heard, and I don't know if I'm going to say it in the podcast, but I had heard about you and your infamous – uh, practicing that you come late, you, nah. you, you haven't showered. That's fun. Uh, you, you, it's been you, a long night, guys. Like, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna hit the bag. Everybody, beat, you go have fifty percent. Everyone beats you in sparring. <laughs> no, and, who said that? That's just what I hear. No. And then, but then I heard when hey, it's, the streets I, is talking. But I heard, <laughs> streets is talking. But I heard when it comes fight time, you're a whole different fighter. Is then, that right? I, which a lot of times it's the opposite. Like I used to hear a story yeah. about Mike Pyle, who at the gym they said was like a 37 time world champion, and then in the Mentally, he began right. to the fights. It just wasn't. Right. But is that is there some truth to that? 
I mean, no. I mean, sometimes I'm late to practice, yes, but it's not intentional. Traffic is heavy out here in L.A. <laughs> no, no, I, I know Eddie Bravo. Um, I, I, that's where I, I went to 10th Planet Burbank. That's where I tore my ACL. I got to get surgery December 23rd. Oh, that sucks. But I know he does a lot of that, like, um, half guard game, yeah. rubber guard. Yeah. And I know that that really seems to benefit certain body types. Yeah. Like ben Saunders would be a perfect body type for that. Uh, even Eddie. Now, guys like you, yeah. short, a yeah, little bit yeah, thick. Yeah. Does that? Are you able to adjust on that? So we're not working on the same material that they're doing, and because of that, because of my body frame, so we're working on different strategies, different techniques to to benefit from my body size. Okay. Yeah. So, are, are like, am I gonna show, see some crazy like? Uh... I, you know, we're working on a few tricks, a few fifty thousand dollar tricks. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Now you're, now you're fighting Matt Brown, who uh, who's another one guy who uh, I he's coming on the podcast Monday. I try to do a press conference. Uh, he said he he said he said I have no, I I, I he doesn't want to do it. He, ah, he, he okay. said he didn't want to do the press conference. I, That's okay. I have yeah, no sometimes it gets harder in those press conferences. He said, he said, I have no to make up a press conference. I, I understand. Uh, so That's Matt, funny. now Matt Brown is a guy who is hard to break. If breaking yeah. even possible to break this guy, right? I mean, he's yeah, a guy, I agree. If you're going to war, a guy like Matt Brown is a guy that you want because he seems to every fight he gets hurt in the first. I agree. Comes back and just. So are you preparing this an all-out fucking assault? Yeah, of course. It's five-round fight, right? It's a five-round fight. I'm preparing it's, for five woo. fights. No wonder you're looking so lean right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been doing my homework. I've been doing my work. Um, I'm preparing for five fives, and, and, and I'm preparing for the best Matt Brown, you know, and the best Matt Brown is a dangerous. Yeah. Would you, you try to get in there and... Like grind it with him, or try to be more technical, because he he'll stand and brawl, or he'll yeah. do whatever. Like you know, I think I got to be smart, because he's he's gonna get aggressive, overly aggressive, and I just got to be smart. You know, both I, of you guys are unbreakable. I mean, even yeah. in your Rick Story fight, I mean, he hit you, yeah, and that guy hits hard. Rick Story, I think, is probably the most underrated fighter in the UFC, Rick, maybe ever. Rick, I mean, he's got a win over Hendricks, right? Yeah. Rick Story, uh, how hurt were you in that fight? Uh, well, he hit me that one time, I wobbled, and then everything was back to normal, but then he was on the prowl, you know, he was attacking, full leash, um, and then, uh, we, we got into a little, bra- little brawl, and then he caught me and, and, and knocked me down, I think it was more of an out of balance thing, <laughs> my footwork <laughs> wasn't quite there, yeah, my footwork, uh, was, slipped up a little bit, the first time you ever been wobbled, though? Um, in a fight, yeah, yeah, in a fight, yes, have you ever been wobbled in a fight? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was actually throwing a head kick at Thiago Miller, and he stepped in and hit me with an overhand. Buddy. And I kind of did like a one of those like choppy footsteps, and then tried a head kick instead of just you know lifting my foot up and head kicking. And he he caught me in the middle of my my little salsa dance chop chop, <laughs> and I put my foot up, and I was literally on one foot about to you know get it up there, and he just overhand me, boom. Now what's that in. like? I mean, first time it's, you ever been wobbled? It's like taking six shots of Patron and then standing up. Really? Yeah, it's like yeah. You know, it, it, a lot of times, it really doesn't hurt. It's just that you know something just happened, and now your equilibrium, your balance is yeah. off. Your right leg is a little bit, sh- you know, a little bit shorter than your left leg. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to like get your whoa. There's four of him now. Which yeah, one is yeah, he? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like being drunk immediately, like taking taking a shot and then being drunk right then and there. Now, how are you enjoying the LA pussy? 
No, not right. No, no LA. No, no LA pussy for me. Why? A girlfriend? Yeah. Who's this girl? Yeah, I got a girl. She's from Orange County. No. Oh wow. White girl. Yeah. Oh, oh how'd you know? Orange <laughs> County. Yeah. Uh, where'd you meet this girl? Uh, at the gym that I train. Oh, okay. She's a fighter too. No, no, no. she just trains strength and conditioning. Nice. Oh, that's why you're looking all lean. Uh, yeah, she's been helping me out quite a, little, a bit, too. A little sexercise, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely working out. No, I got, she's... I got a date tonight. Uh, any, any suggestions on where I should bring this date? Mickey uh, D's, dog. Come, Mickey D's, really? <laughs> Mickey I'm, D's. You got a date. I bring... You got a date. date. No, oh. I got, it's a second date. First date went well. Lots of making out on the first oh, date. Oh, so this is the oh. one that you had in this the car is, the other yeah, day. Yeah, the right. car. Oh, me and Bo know a little story she, about it. Okay. Chick. Okay. Uh, Maybe okay. not Mickey D's. She's then. already felt the junk. Uh, nice. A little bit, but nothing. Oh, no. But over the pants. Uh, <laughs> OTP. Mm. OTP. She, <laughs> over the pants. I said, what do you want to do? She's like, she knows I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow for Arizona. So she's like, you know, whatever you wanted. Any any suggestions? Kelvin? Going away. Just snuggle her up in the movie, man. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. <laughs> I would bring her up exactly. here. I would bring her up here to the new podcast studio. You guys that are listening <laughs> like right now, that. we're in like an old school, like a billiards room looking. There's like dark leather couches. I feel like I should have a cigar. Exactly. And, we need and, scotch and, and cigars. Yes. Right Tyler, yes. but I'm not bringing her to the podcast studio. You creep. Yes. You yeah. Okay. I'm honestly asking you where I should bring. Yo, this shit. honestly, you should take her to something sushi. <laughs> Sushi. Because sushi, they usually dim the lights, mm. and it's like nice and romantic. No matter what kind of sushi place it is, you're right. more times sushi. than not. Get a, a little sake in her? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. No, she, she, she could drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can drink. Mm-hmm. Sake will get her wild. And, yeah. and, and sushi's more of an elegant thing. You kind of either you're going to... Get the chopsticks, and you're gonna show how you your hands work. I don't uh, like this. I mean, there's there's reasons to you know. There's reasons why I'm married and got a kid. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start finger banging the chopsticks during the day. Is that what hey, you're hey uh, that's your strategy. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work out for you, but right. I just said take her there. It's funny you're from Arizona. I'm actually I'm going to Arizona tomorrow, and first time I did to Arizona, I actually I had a show at Laughs in Tucson, and I um. Uh, hey, you. I got thrown out of there actually because like it was the old owner. I get there the, and like the guy's like, "Be clean." I only had like six minutes to clean, so I was just I was featuring. I, I was just dirty as hell, and I ended up doing well. The headliner complained about me, and then the, the guy brings me into his office, and he's like, oh, "On the Craig Kilborn tape, that's how long ago it was. Yeah. You said you were clean, okay? And now you're you're dirty." Uh, he goes, "I haven't even been on Kilborn." So I was like, "Obviously." And then the guy like the guy threw me out. I was driving home from Arizona, right? But, got, but did he pay you? I got paid 400 bucks for the week, but it took out like $6 for a sandwich, for a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> so I got $3.94. And, <laughs> okay. And what? I think I made out with the waitress that he liked too on the way out. Oh, so, nice. So nice. I'm driving back at my car. I, I, I get a flat tire on the side of the road. Uh, and so uh. there's, I have to like fix the tire on the side of the road. There's no lights. Right? Cars, there's no, there's no like... Oh, you in Tucson? Off ramp. I mean, just one lane. I look yeah. up. There's a moon. All I see is the moon is the light, and it says Arizona State Prison. Do not pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> oh, I was shit. just like, Jesus, this is like the. But I, I ended up doing all right. I ended up getting, <laughs> getting out of there. That was the first time. Uh, second That's time funny. I did Tucson, uh, I performed at, at a uh, strip club. Uh, in Phoenix, one of the hottest chicks ever. So it which was one? Su- Sunday night. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew them. No, I, I'm just first kidding. time I ever got like. Uh, they wanted me to do an encore. They were like, oh, encore. Oh, that's how good the set went, which is <laughs> shitty as a comic because you, you're not saving your best song for last. Like, <laughs> you, you usually close with your you best, close stuff. best stuff. 
So I go out, and then Miss Nude World was performing, right? She was a feature dancer. Oh, so she brings me up on stage during her act, uh, puts wax all over my balls, like gets me in my, my, my boxer shorts on the stage, and then starts riding me, like <laughs> not like naked was. I ended up going home with her that night, going back. I ended up hooking up with the waitress. It was just like the best. I ended up getting three <laughs> tickets on the way home. Three tickets. Yeah. A parking ticket. What? That sounds like Arizona yeah. for you. No, three tickets. But it was still worth it. There goes your $394. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, Bubba went to but it was worth it. You know that, right? I know that. But it was Dude, worth I, it. It seems like it was worth it. And I like your shirt because the colors are very similar. Thank you. But no, it seems like going to Arizona is usually worth it for you. A little advice during sushi tonight: Do not tell that yeah, story. <laughs> don't don't yeah. bring that up to her. Hey, last time I was in Arizona, yeah. you know, let's uh, let's skip that part. Now, but but Kelvin, I I've been clubbing with you. You're a fun dude. His his friends. What? First time I met Kelvin. Oh it was, yeah, it was me, him, that Luke was Barnett, and his buddies from home. His buddies are home. Are what he would look like if it was like he didn't train. <laughs> <laughs> just like short, ah, like 120 on. pounds overweight. <laughs> just to, like. Ready to party. Dude, these guys were like, ah, they funny. were so proud of Kelvin, but they were like, they were like, these are like high, you, like your boys. You, you forget how They're young Kelvin is until you meet his friends. And then, <laughs> then, then you're, because they were at the time, you were like 21. Oh. I'm like, okay, this is why he's not making weight. He's 21 years old. <laughs> yeah, like even now you're only 23, right? Yeah. And you're still young, man. I know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're so young and talented. I think that's, it's got to be you. tough. No amateur career. No. Right to the pros. <laughs> yeah. That's, you that's know. Great. Win the Ultimate Fighter. You, yeah, it was crazy. I bet you won a lot of people a lot of money because you always. Come, <laughs> you, I feel like you always come in uh, like an underdog, or you always come in uh, yeah. not the favorite, and you upset. You've upset so many people, man. You probably. You talked to him about yeah. Tip of Fighter yet? I've had. See, yeah. I've had a few fights, and I was going to get to that point. <laughs> I try. I I saw Kevin at uh, Kelvin at um the what was it when we were in Vegas? What was that for? The Expo. Yeah, and I try to get Kelvin up into the. To the room to, to talk to him, get him some drinks. Like, hey, Kelvin, you know, come check this out. I got this thing, Tipifier, that you'd be great for because so many people have made so much money off of you. You have a great following with the Ultimate Fighter show. And, and Kelvin was like, oh, I'm too, I'm too busy to talk to you, bro. Ah, no. Hey, yo, yo, bro, no, he, he treated me like a fan, son. He treated no, me like I, I wasn't not. there for his first fight. No. On a UFC, anything. <laughs> I was in his corner. I gave no. the man water in between rounds. Uh, and, and, and when he blow up, he started treating me like a fan. No, I can't even talk to him true. about Tip of Fighter, dog. No. No, but no. I, 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 did, <laughs> I, did, I, did, wanna, I did want to speak to him about it. I was working that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Kelvin, would you like to... Okay, so you know what Tip of Fighter is, right? It's basically yeah. like you fight, we could throw you money. Uh, he he, int- he, he like introduced it. me to it, yeah. At the same time, Kelvin, now what did you do with that six-figure contract that you wanted from the ultimate? Did you, did you give it to your mom? Um, no. <laughs> you know, what do you know? What did you I told the, you, I you paid those money? dudes. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I mean, I, I, I paid off whatever debt I was in. You know, I paid off my debt, paid off my bills, uh, helped my mom out a little bit. Yeah, of course. Um, got her a car, nice. got myself a car. Um, and we're doing good, man. Such a nice guy, man. <laughs> Such a nice guy. Uh, I, I I can't wait for this Matt Brown fight. I I just it's got now it's in Mexico. So yeah. uh, now you you coach Ultimate Fighter in Mexico, right? Yeah, the Ultimate Fighter Latin America season two. What was that like? That was cool. That was really cool. It was hard. It was hard, but it was good. Do you speak Spanish? Yeah, fluent. so you understand everybody fluently. Yeah, fluently. Okay. Now and you're now when you were in Mexico, but you didn't have a girlfriend. 
Uh, I know that Mexicans must have absolutely. We don't want to talk about this. Okay, now I'm just saying the Mexicans. Ah. Dodgeball. The, the, Mexi- said, the Mexican chicks must. They must have loved you, right? I mean, were you a, were you a hero over there? I mean, you know, I did good. <laughs> <laughs> I did good. Said, how do you say? How, how do you say? Uh, I'll keep it humble and say that. <laughs> I did good. Oh man, that must have been. I would have loved to have hang out with you. No, in really. Jesus. How do you say dodgeball? Say dodgeball in Spanish. No, don't teach. Dodgeball. Don't yes. teach the fans yes. dodgeball. This what is what is dodgeball in Spanish? Um. Dodgeball. I don't even no, think they have a. What, what, they what, don't what, even have a Spanish. Okay, so they don't have a Spanish for dodgeball. dodgeball. What, Good. Well, what, what happened Great. was he came on the show and said all this stuff about his times at ASU banging, like having threesomes, and, and then his wife got Uh-oh. mad at him. Uh-oh. So now he has to say dodgeball when he's going to answer a question. Dodgeball. Which is, dodgeball. Which is like when he says, shittiest. So, how was Mexico? You're like, Ah, eh, dodgeball. No, Sounds I'm, good. I'm serious. <laughs> you, must, you must have party pretty hard in Mexico, right? Mexico's good, man. I'm telling you. It's a good time. Now, now you trained over at Alliance. Uh, why did everyone leave Alliance? I don't know why everybody left. Really? No, I was I was in the middle of the Latin American tour, and the next thing I know, I start hearing these rumors, and then I start seeing people at other gyms on Instagram. This was all through social media. I just, um, and that was during my my Latin American tour. I was going to Chile, Colombia, Argentina. I was in Spain. I was in England. So I was, you know, traveling quite a bit, and then I see that last social- one was not part of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> like he started naming all these Spanish places, then he's like, "Oh, I was in England." I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. that <laughs> last one was part of the tour. <laughs> oh, really? England was. Well, I went to Luke Barnett's wedding. Oh, which oh yeah, was the not. He, he told me I was I was invited to. Yeah, and then he 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 disinvited me. Really? He, well, he oh. didn't. He just didn't contact me. Your invite oh, got lost. But... Yeah, I know. I was all excited about that too. <laughs> By the way, can I, anyone? Uh, uh, by the way, so yesterday we were talking about, and to change up a little bit, Ronda Rousey is out. She's dating Travis Brown. Yeah. Uh, everything went crazy in the last couple of days. Um, Ronda Rousey's mom tweeted out uh-huh. something uh, very. You, you see that on Twitter? I saw someone. I think you retweeted I, it. I retweeted it. Okay, of yeah. <laughs> I saw <laughs> someone. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> you go someone retweeted and it. Dr. Anne Marie. Uh, <laughs> Ronda's mom. Uh, her name is Dr. Anne Marie. She. Uh, I, I, look, I love Rhonda's mom. I think this is about what's going on. I, I don't know for sure, but uh, wasn't she there for that if night? You, if you just go on my on my timeline, okay. Rhonda's mom was there for that night that we um, that I actually went to your first uh, yeah, yeah, gig yeah. actually in this same building. Yeah, yeah, she was here for. I that love night. Rhonda's mom, yeah. but I don't think she's happy with her her her, her guy choices. Oh yeah, and, and she's she's taken to Twitter about it. Which Rhonda's I don't know mom. The- I remember I met Rhonda's mom once, and she just stared me from head to toe. Really. Ooh, well, you had down. a big crush on Rhonda. Uh, yeah. You did, right? On the show, I did. On yeah. the show, like I remember you saying, "Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say she what Rhonda scared me down." She's looking if you're genetically fit for the future. <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> That's crazy." Yeah. So Rhonda's mom uh, tweeted out. I'm trying to find what, what what exactly she said. Here we go. Boom. She says Rhonda's mom. But it was. It was. Uh, yeah. It looked like it was. By the way, yesterday uh, Ashley Evans helped coach my team. And did an amazing job. Yes. She helped coach my wrestling team. She's super cool. All right. So, Dr. Anne-Marie, if all your friends and family think someone is a douchebag, he's not misunderstood. He or she is a douchebag. Hashtag advice from mom. Uh, (laughs) She said or she. Welcome to the family trap. No, that's that's like, that's harsh advice, but like, I've 
that's so true. Like, there's you always have that friend that like like a female friend who's like, oh, you no, you just don't know him. You just don't know him. And it's like, no, if if all of your friends think that your dude is an asshole, he's an asshole. But do you think going on Twitter as the mom and saying this is the right way to do it, or she just call her and tell See, her? That? Yeah, no, she, she, could prob- prob- <laughs> she probably already tried to call her and tell her. Like, for people like that, Twitter's yeah. the last resort. You know what I mean? Like, usually it's a text message, then it's a call, then you know you drop an email or something like that, and then you're just like, okay, I'm not getting through them. Twitter will do that. Yes. Twitter will put you on blast. That's really aggr- putting her that's on aggressively passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, what would sure. you do? I mean, would your mom do that? Nah, nah. I listen. I listen to my mom on the phone call, and we would have an agreement that like would not make it to Twitter. Like, okay, I understand that you don't dig this person, but. I care for her or I care, you know, whatever the situation is, I care for this person and, you know, I'm going to learn my, you know, lumps in the road through my own personal experience. You know? Now, did your mom, uh, did she ever hit you as a kid? My, mo- my mom's a black woman, dog. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got spanked all the time. Yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. you got spanked. Yeah. Well, we, you, I'm going to call it spanking. <laughs> yeah. But I lost a lot of MMA fights in my mom's house. She's a Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Mexican. Now, now when, when like you don't make weight, what does your mom say? No, she's disappointed. She spanked. No, nah, she was she was okay, but she now she worries. You know, she now worried. she's always like, "How's your weight? How? What are you eating and stuff like that?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, chill." And, uh, did, did your mom tell you like you don't have to fight before the Woodley fight? Like, hey, don't fight. Uh no, no. She leaves my profession entirely up to me. Yeah, they but, they uh, usually give like you know a little advice here, a little advice there, yeah. but they're not like. Mom, usually moms in fighting, one, they don't want to be there because they don't want their kids in the fighting, you know. Yeah. But two, it's mostly like from a distance. They just say their little piece just to make sure that they have that motherly advice, you know, hey, chin down, hands up, kind of, you yeah. know, just something something small like that. But they're usually not like, you know, <laughs> the first person you talk to after you don't make weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're uh, not in there. They're not so invested that like they're yeah. a big role in it. See, only, I, I never only had a mother. Home. Like my mom left when I was three. Yeah. And then I had a stepmom. I mean, we didn't get along at all. She didn't really want me and my best mm. friend. But I mean, now we get along fine. But back then, it was like all kinds of chaos in my family. Mm. So I never had a mom to judge my, my oh, girlfriends, really? you know? Yeah. Um, my dad, I think, because it was, he's on his third marriage, I would have been like, well, look at the woman you pick, you know? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, always, I always have that on. really like, oh. can't get advice from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's the one. She, you sure, Dad? <laughs> Nobody much. likes your girlfriend. <laughs> Nobody likes your wife. <laughs> Pretty much every girl I take home, my dad's like, marry her. I mean, I'm like, honestly, Great. knock her up. No. Knock, I'm telling my dad is just, at this point, he's like, give me some grandkids already. Honest, <laughs> I don't think my dad has ever once told me to not date a chick. I think he was just, I mean, he, I think he's just happy that like, I mean, she could be a porn star. He'll be like, of the porn star, he was like, you know, that's kind of, that might be a tough lifestyle for you. Uh, <laughs> but everything up until then. Might be. But he didn't throw it out on Twitter. <laughs> no, he would not have thrown it on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I, I give doctor, I give her a lot of credit for that. I mean, yeah. her, her daughter is the biggest thing right now in sports and she's just putting her on blast. I, I mean, if she it's didn't crazy. say hashtag advice for mom, <laughs> maybe well, she could have been talking to someone else. It could have been anything. It could have been anything. I yeah. kind of feel like at any uh, – she's at such a crazy point in her career, though, that like regardless of who the guy is, anything's going to make headlines or anything's going to yeah. be like uh, sensationalized. Well, well, especially that. Well, especially that. Yeah. I try to get her on the podcast and it's not – it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Ronda, I've asked, she Ronda Rousey? Yeah. I've asked her like – 
She could be. She, she like could be you? dating the game right now. And she doesn't like. <laughs> no, she. Big. I think she likes me. I mean, Marina's <laughs> our, our co-host. Yeah, uh, her, uh, that's her roommate and best friend. Yeah. I, I just think that like she told me she doesn't. She's like I don't make my schedule. No, right. Like everything has to go through her agent, and and then the agent's gonna uh, be like, well, it. you know, what, what are the questions? And at that point, I'm how like, much are we making? Yeah. yeah, at that point, it's like it's not fun. I don't want to have to, you know, I have to deal with all that. Yeah, yeah, so. but which is bullshit because, you know, I I've been supportive of Ronis since day one. I mean, since day one, before she was in even like as first fight in Strike Force, I was a fan. First yeah. fight, you know, I've been and I've been like I was too. <laughs> but you know hey, <laughs> hey it is what it is you know i'm not gonna blast her i mean she's she's been cool a couple times my i had a friend that was uh i, ha- I had a friend that was um dying of, of brain cancer a coach mm-hmm. and i asked her to tweet something out and she did so that was nice of her so you know well, that was very nice of her man i mean we, i mean i think if you get to that kind of level of whatever celebrity status yeah. uh-huh. it's hard to 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 not change you know and not be i don't know yeah everything is scrutinized everything if you put a picture up of i mean you could be all fight right you don't have a, you just got off a fight say you fought the next day you could put a picture of a mcdonald's cheeseburger or a mcdonald's breakfast sandwich and they're yeah. gonna be like oh my god look yeah. at this here i can't yeah. even believe i mean no matter what you do i told you they killed jesus <laughs> uh, they, they, right you've told they them killed yes jesus yes. now uh okay uh, last week we didn't, we didn't talk about tj dillish show officially left team alpha male yeah. he's not coming back he's now getting paid from team elevation uh uriah said something very he said that you're turning on the family for some money is that but, what he said yeah uh supposedly though Team Elevation, they're they're gonna have Matt Brown on Team Elevation. Yeah, I read that. I, I read this is all rumors. Uh, I think Front Row Brian posted it that Matt Brown and Donald no. Cerrone. I guess they're trying to build mm-hmm. like a super team. Where's Elevation at? In Colorado, oh, okay. Denver, right? Uh, yeah, makes sense. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Team Elevation. It's at sea level. Yeah. <laughs> now that, the the whole thing is though that I'm a little concerned about is um for TJ. I mean, you had all these little monsters that he trained with. I mean, you had the Chad Mendez, yeah. you had the Faber, you had the uh, Touchy Feelies, you had the Cody No Loves, you had the uh, uh, Joseph Benavidez, the Lance Palmers, all within TJ's weight class. Yeah. Is he, he really going to miss out now going to a team, even if he has Donald Cerrone and Lance? I mean, he's not going to train with Matt Brown and Donald Cerrone. I don't think they're a little big for him, no? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cody no loves in, in in what's the name's weight class in in Cerrone's weight class, but there's, I mean, he's I think Cody no loves one forty five. No, he's fifty five. Yes, really? Is no, he, he didn't because he he beat, he beat Marcus Brummage. Brummage is forty five because Brummage lost to uh, Conor McGregor, who's forty five. I've actually seen true. him fight at fifty five, but We're yeah, make, that is on this. that is okay. true. Okay, I could be wrong. <laughs> Where's the MMA stat guy when you need him? <laughs> so, but I'm saying, do you think he's really gonna miss out by not having those guys train with? I definitely do think so because he's got some of the best 135ers, 145ers in, in that one gym and, and alpha male. And then uh, he's going to go over to elevation. I don't know who was going to be at that level at that same weight class. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, he has I, coach Dwayne Ludwig and he's got Clay, Clay, Clay Guida supposed to be there and uh, Danny Castillo. I think it's I think it's on a different level because I've never been a guy about the people in the room. You know, it's about yourself. I I, I think you, know, you can go to any gym I agree. and find I agree yourself as well. Successful. But I mean, it's but it's I think it's more on the level of 
the fact that they know TJ. They know the ins, the outs, the goods, the bads, the, the secrets, the, what makes them scare, what makes them happy, what makes them fight well, what makes them fight crappy, how his diet is. I mean, they know everything about him because, I mean, they grew, it's almost like, like you said, the family. They grew up with each other. It's like your brother leaving, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to fight. You know, you know everything about your brother. You know how he works. You know how he ticks. You know, you know. so I think it's more on a mental level where it could, you know, damage him in the long run. 135, he says, Corey, no love, by the way. I'm so, sure, Doug. I don't think that's right either. <laughs> He's definitely 45 or 55. But. I think he might be 35. But because uh, he keeps calling out, um, also, he keeps calling out Nisha's, uh, 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 Brian Caraway was a 35. Uh, a now, 35. is that good or bad, though? Like, the fact that they know him so much. Because I, I know there are guys that I wrestled with that on my high school team mm-hmm. that. First day of practice, I would beat them fifteen to nothing. Last day of practice, Last day of practice one to two. Three to three to yeah, two. Yeah. But not like they got so much better. They just knew they know my moves. That, no, it's bad for TJ. That's what I was saying. The fact that he's leaving his home or his family is bad for him in the sense that, you know, one, mentally, that's your comfort zone, those are your boys, you know, stuff like that. It's gonna be a little tension. But, is, but are they awkward. getting him better if they know everything? I mean, the fact that he has them every single day training with him, is that making him better or is getting new looks from from different guys he's never trained with? I think I think it could be either way. <laughs> I, think, I think the new looks are going to be good for him because you know he doesn't have those those guys that can take him down anymore, or you know those guys that move the way they move at Aphromel. They, I mean, they have it's like a, a wrestling team. You know, when you when I was in college, Penn State, we did certain things from one twenty five to our heavyweight. We we wrestled similar at Iowa. A lot of them they they wrestle similar. They push, they push, they push. It's like in MMA at Team Alpha Mel, they all they all fight similar. You know, yeah. they all move kind of similar. They all so when he's going to go to elevation and get new looks, then, you know, it, it kind of changes the, the scene for him a little bit. They, they don't all move the same there. They're yeah. not always looking for the takedown. The combination that they all practice over and over and over and they hit on each other aren't going to be the same combination. I wonder, so I wonder if his expand. style changes a little bit. It, uh, yeah, wonder that. it will change a little but bit. But I also, I mean, you're also looking at the champ, right? So you're changing yeah. a successful formula now. Yeah, yeah that's, that is true. That's what I, you're taking something that is a proven work. But not change is not always a bad thing. It's not going to be like he's going to change. For, I mean, he could change for the worse. That's obviously a possibility. But then he could change, evolve, add, and for the better. For the better. But he yeah. just he made better. the jump like to stick with Dwayne Ludwig, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his striking coach and stuff like that's yeah. going to be the same. But I was just going to ask, like, I think there's a lot of different theories. Obviously, like it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But also, if you're going to change, if you want to change and grow, you like sometimes you have to change. You know, What's new coach. Yep. new training partners evolve. new yeah. uh, camps or whatever but um i mean i have you know i've been around a little bit i've been over to mma lab a little bit i went to the rhyme to power mma i've been in alliance now i'm over at kings and you know i think that's part of my my thing you know i i have to be able to, to be able evolve. to grow evolve and, You're and butterfly, learn I think, baby I think yeah so I'm, a butterfly. I'm a butterfly <laughs> it's so interesting about what you said like actually was thinking about that how you were saying at penn state you're in the best room in the country. Mm-hmm. You go to ASU, and there's not one person ranked except for you and Robles. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that- and then I go and pin a guy who's in the room with all these studs and big-name guys and eventual national champ team. So that, that really – I actually was like, wow, that's, that's, that's so true. Um, but was it – when you went to ASU, were uh-huh. you just – 
reckon with well, a king of the circle was it you yeah. every single time winning? yeah yeah that's how it was but there were things that i was working on it wasn't just you know i'm a better than these guys so i'm gonna show them i'm better than them there would be times where i was wrestling a tough kid you know those, i mean we had a, we were division one college so the, you know it wasn't like they're they pretty, were scrubs they were good, good. yeah, yeah they're pretty good but if i was wrestling this kid that i know i could tech fall then i would only shoot left-handed shots on him I wouldn't shoot. Yeah, I wouldn't shoot. I wouldn't shoot my really good shots. I wouldn't shoot on the on the guys that I can beat up on. I wasn't hitting them with the best stuff. I was hitting them like with the worst things that I could do. So when I got to wrestling with other guys and they shut down my best stuff, I was already working and practicing on you know wrestling back. What do you think about yesterday, Jordan saying you're looking to do MMA because you don't want a real job? Is that, is that I think he's crazy. I've been offered real jobs. I mean, who's that? People in, understand. Fighting. I'm fighting this guy, Jordan oh, Parsons. Wow. I mean, I but first of all, oh, he's over at Alliance. He was at Alliance. Oh, he was. <laughs> they, they didn't like him. Oh, really? <laughs> he's at Black Zillions now. Oh, okay. But, yeah. to, but to, I mean, to think that in itself is like. Why would you pick MMA? Because you don't want a real yeah. job. Oh, I, dude. The I mean, I, I was offered to, <laughs> to stay on at Arizona State and get yeah. my master's degree and stay yeah. at a coach. I mean, I could coach anywhere in the country for, for wrestling. Nice. I've been offered really good uh, military jobs. Like one time I got That's... pulled over and the guy was like, you know, oh, you were speeding. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was on my way to practice. Oh, what do you do? I was, I'm a wrestler. He's like, oh, yeah, how, how good are you? I was like, I was a national champ in, in college. He was like, you know, FBI is really looking for guys like you. You graduate? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I graduated. He's like, I can get your job with the FBI tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and, and it really he's like here's my card if you really if you want to think about the FBI you know you don't got no criminal record I was like nah this is the first time I've ever been pulled over <laughs> yeah. you're like, like I don't yet yeah, <laughs> you know but I mean I've been that's a stupid thing to say there's plenty of guys that are MMA that could do other things I mean but also like that would be the worst way to make a living I, I just, yeah. yes yeah, like, it is I, mean, I don't want to get a job where I don't get punched in the face every day he said a lot of asinine things yeah. and that's just one of them but yeah. for sure sometimes I sit back and I say, why do I get punched in the face every day? Because I like these nice things I have. (laughs) But but, I mean, you you know, I I I really sit back and, and think like, Man, this is this is hard. This is a hard. This is a hard profession. <laughs> the hardest. I honestly, I, I give you guys profession. so much credit. I, w- I wanted to ask you. Um, obviously, you you guys, anybody that's doing this at a highest level, like you guys are doing this because you love what you do. The money's awesome, but like like with uh, the Woodley fight, you probably w- weren't feeling well after you got out of the hospital. But like, does it take some of the wind out of your sails? Like, w- if you uh, got to forfeit some of your purse when you're going into a fight like that? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it take the wind out of your sails when you get a pay cut. Well, no, but I mean, but you, but that, but the thing is, with the fight, is like you want to win because of the you guys are competitors, yeah, right. and you want to win, and but also it's your pride and like. Now, you yeah, wanna... now, by the way, Woodley said he wouldn't take thirty percent of your purse. Did, did you actually keep that all? Oh, that's right. He uh, he bothered me for like weeks. Hey, man, send me your address. I was like, man, I do not want your money. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. Like, did he I, give it to you? He actually en- ended up sending the check to my gym. That, yeah, that's a good guy right there, man. He because did. he didn't have to do that, and the fact yeah. that you said no, he could have kept it. Tyron Woodley, you're the fucking man. I told man him that, no man. multiple times. That you know what, Tyron, uh, I've always respected you. But <laughs> you I, walk yeah, in the gym though, and you wow. get a check, you're just like, well, I got. Yeah, well, I guess that's kind of what it. happened. <laughs> I guess I got to take this. Anybody want this check? Uh, no, yeah, I, I'll you're I'll not gonna it. do that. <laughs> I, got, I got a whole new respect for you, Tyron. Because a, yeah, a lot of a lot of guys would have just said, you know what. Uh, I'll yeah. just keep the money. He yeah, he, he was want it. he was super cool about it. He didn't mm-hmm. make me feel like shit about it, just like like everybody else. But no, um, that's, that's he was tight. super cool. That's pretty cool. Now, by the way, yesterday during practice, it was funny. Like, so I'm coaching. I coach middle school kids, and, yeah. one, and one kid, like you know, they're six, seven, eight. I, I can't go too hard on them. And it's hard when kids say like I'm I'm injured because 
you always got to assume they're injured. Even mm-hmm. even if you know they're kind of pussing out. <laughs> it's not like high school or college. Like I would, my, my, kids right. would, my teacher would coach would be like, I was in boarding school. There was, there was no out. There was no parents. It was yeah. like, you're going in there. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> oh, that you know? sucks. Uh, whereas this, I got to be like, hey, I have a cold. All right, sit out. You know, it's okay. <laughs> so this one kid's like, I have a headache. Every practice. Okay. Well, let me know if you can wrestle. And, he, and, he, and then like five minutes later, my headache's feeling a little bit better. You want to wrestle? Not yet. I go. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. I, I, finally, finally, I'm like, all right, dude. No more updates. I, yeah. I, I go. I go. I don't care. It's just either you're gonna wrestle or not. I stop updating me on your headache. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't care. Tweet me when you're ready to go in. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then we have this kid Max, who's actually like, he's really good. Like I knew it. He did jujitsu for like three years pre wrestling. He stopped taking jujitsu, which is good because you know these guys go to their backs. They take jits when they're younger. It's just get, they get confused, or like <laughs> they're uh, pulling guard in a wrestling. They do that match. all the time. Or I, had, oh. I, I had a kid that did judo. I kept trying to grab the gi. I'm like, yeah. the, I'm like, bro, you can't grab the shirt in wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, but this kid Max is good, but he beats everybody up mm. to the point where I'm worried that he's not going to come to practice anymore because he's just he's beating everyone up. So I'm like. I'll go with him, right? Mm. I'll, I'll, I, I, he almost never go live, yep. especially I got a torn ACL. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if I if I hurt my leg now and these kids are all like, uh, oh, uh, Max, you know, more of the story. You let a little kid beat you up, son. <laughs> no, no, I know. I was doing little fifth no, grader just wrecked no, your yeah. day, dog. No, I was going on top, and I, I and I was I was pinning him, yeah. but, but I was but I was showing him that I that I could win because I'm the coach. Yeah. Therefore, you have to listen to me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. At the same time, I don't want to hurt the kid, mm-hmm. and I don't want to let him. Take me down or anything because my my leg isn't. I, yeah. I, I can, my leg could just shatter any any second. Right. There's no reason I should be doing this. So <laughs> other than to keep the kids. Other, yeah. other than to keep the. It's kid. about the kids, man. It's about the kids. Honestly, so then I'm like, but then I'm feeling bad. All I'm like, did I go too hard? Why did I have to pin him the whole time? Uh, then the whole time, but I was I was tilting him or yeah. you know doing some. I was having fun with the kid, but I, I wasn't. I even asked Ashley. I'm like, do you think I was going too hard? Nah. She's like, no. Are you crazy? She's yeah. like, you know your weight. You know how. Nah. I mean, the kids seem happy. That way, like, he knows. I saw the picture though. You got some big kids in your wrestling. I do. I got this kid. This kid is like this kid. Max is a beast. I just hope he doesn't quit. You know, it's so funny with wrestling because middle school, like I only have them twice a week. I have to push them enough where they enjoy the sport. But I don't want to over push them because I know there's a school shamanad where, they, where they're, they're, their kids have like 60 matches during the year, like 70 matches. They have them in tournaments, freestyle, and their high school team sucks because they all burn out before the, it they're comes. They're all burned out. <laughs> right. I'm not. You know what, Dad? I don't think uh, next year we're going to do this. <laughs> but it's high school. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if somebody wanted to know what world championship you won at 14. I didn't win a world championship. Somebody said you won a world championship at 14 or something. I won nationals a bunch of times when I was around that age, but I won junior worlds when I was. 17, 18. What time is it, by the way? Uh, we got to call Phil Davis, I think, yeah. in four. It's uh, 3.59. Okay, hey, so we're going to call Phil. Look, <laughs> Look at good timing. you. Internal clock. Right? Uh, uh, I was going to say, my, my coach, timing. I wrestled in high school and a little bit in college. My uh, uh, coach would always say, are you hurt or are you injured? Yeah. He said, if you're hurt, right. then just, you know, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get yeah. bumped up. You're going to get bruised. If you're hurt, keep hurt. practicing. <laughs> if you're injured, he said, then don't whine about it. Go see the trainer and get it fixed. Right. Yeah. Well, not right. a, I mean, my experience with kids is 99% of the time when they're crying, they're not hurt. Yeah. Uh, they're completely just scared. They've yeah. never done this before. They're, they're just they're frightened. But if you act frightened, it's like a baby. 
they're going to act even more frightened. Mm-hmm. So you have to right. act like just casual. The ones that really are hurt are the ones that are like, put me back in. And, and their finger is like falling off their body <laughs> or their ears are gone. Like, those are the ones that you have to go, okay, all right, no more. <laughs> that, that happens. You know? But those are the studs. Those are the studs. Yeah. The ones that make it. <laughs> yeah. The ones that make it. You, forget. son, are going to wrestle in high school. <laughs> there was this one little kid, Justin. It was one of my favorite kids. He, was the, he was like Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. I, I, at 12 years old, he would insult you and win any kind of rank out contest as the coach. I, I, I hated the kid. I loved him, but like he would, he would, the whole he time had I, jokes. I would, I would yeah. drive to practice, he'd be like, Man, how do you get any girls in, in this hoopty? You know, yeah. he would insult your, insult, he'd be like, Man, you, I look at your Facebook profile, you only date sevens. Yeah. Like, we're, we, we were driving to practice, right? There was a sign saying, Anniversary Leukemia, a girl dying of leukemia. He goes, Coach, I got 10 bucks on leukemia. <laughs> I, I was like, This is like, the, <laughs> Meanwhile, he would fail every test, but he was the fuck, like, this brain was. Oh, beyond. it's a little black kid, huh? Uh, I, yeah. so, I remember going to his house, to, I'd drive him to practice, and I would see him upstairs through the, the curtains, look out at the for Saturday practice, whatever, and he would go back to sleep. And then I'd, I'd ding dong, and then I'd call him up, and be like, oh, sorry, coach, I didn't hear you. So then finally, that happened twice. This time, I walked in his house. I, so I, I, I went upstairs and go, get out of bed. He goes, you can't just break into my house. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, made him, I made him go to practice. He goes, I can't believe, there's going to be laws against this man. Like, his mom was so proud of me that I did that. Because awesome. he, he didn't have a dad to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, then he beat Nobody me. Nobody push him. He beat me in a uh, sprint, right? Yeah. I was so pissed. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're doing a three-mile race. <laughs> ah, damn. I, I Put knew, the miles on him. <laughs> I knew there was no way he'd be able to. So he quit oh, after one mile, funny. right? Then he goes, waits on my car, and now I want to quit too because I proved that I could beat him, yeah. but I don't want to show him. So I had to run three fucking miles while he waited on my car for me. And he goes, haha, I just made, made you run three miles. You think? <laughs> ah, he somehow turned that into up. me losing yeah. this thing. So, yeah. Anyway. A little smart ass. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, he hasn't, I got him into this high school. I wrote a letter for him, vouched for him, and he hasn't wrestled one day because of grades. I want to thank our sponsors, Remover Restoration. Uh, Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members taken over your storefront? Call Remover Restoration at 1-888-424-9697 or go to removerrestoration.com. Also, Decipher, D-I slash C-Y-P-H-E-R. It's a lifestyle firm. They help all kinds of services like confidence building, advising celebrities, help you reach your goals, student advising, youth and teen coaching, whole family coaching. Talk to people in need of a friend. Employee life coaching, mental coaching. These guys do it all. So call Decipher. Uh, for Decipher, make sure you use the coupon code Dodgeball. I'm drinking Chimera Coffee, the best coffee I have ever tasted in my life. K I M E R A K O F F E E dot com. Use the coupon code Roasted. Also, American Icon Autographs, A I A S E dot com. Check them out. They have the best sports and sign collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. And finally, tip a fighter. It's time to change the game. Let's get these fighters paid. Go to tipafighter.com at tipafighter. You could tip Ashley Evan Smith. You could tip all kinds of people. Uh, great fighters. Kevin Lee. He's another guy you could tip. Uh, amazing athletes are with tip a fighter. Tip Bubba uh, when he beats... Jordan Parsons, because I can't wait for that fight. Now, uh, you train with Jordan? Um, I don't think I got to ever train with him. No, you never rocks your roll with him. Could you give Bubba any uh, any inside scoops? 
No, I don't think I ever got to train with him, no. Mm. All right, well, thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, no. Nah, no. all right, okay. No, I didn't train with him at all. Bob and Weed, move your head, double leg. So this week, World Series of Fighting, John Fitch taking Okami, uh, me and uh, Kelvin are picking Fitch, uh, Bob is picking Okami, and you're Because I'm going against the grain. You're picking Fitch, okay. Uh, Matt Hamill taking on Vinny Magalish. Ooh. I like Vinny. that fight. I think Vinny's got it. I think Vinny's got it. I don't Vinny know enough about Vinny. Vinny's a, he's a black belt. He's on the Ultimate Fighter. Vinny? You don't remember Vinny? He was our jiu-jitsu coach. He was my jiu-jitsu coach on Tough 17. Hanato Loranja uh, does not care for him at all. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had him on the thing. We uh, got beef. So Vinny made the finals against Ryan Bader. I do remember Vinny. I haven't seen him fight, though. Uh, Isn't he the one that was calling out my boy Phil? Back in the day? He, yeah, he fought Phil. Yeah, Davis. he fought Phil. Yeah, he, yeah, he was calling him out. Phil Davis won. Phil. Okay, then I'm going with the other guy. <laughs> You're picking up, oh, Matt, Matt Hamill's kind of, I feel like Matt Hamill kind of seen his best days, though. Yeah, yeah. he's passes, passes. A little bit past his prime. All right, I guess. Yeah. I guess if I was, if I was doing DraftKings, I would go with the other guy. But I'll go with Hamill because... All right. Just because. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't got no money on it. I ain't got no horse in the race. I'll, I'll go with Hamill just because you're counting him out. He's the underdog. I'm an underdog story guy. Let's go with him. Also, uh, Nick Newell is taking on Tom Marcelino. Nick Newell, baby. I don't know much about Tom Marcelino, but I like Nick Newell. I like Nick Newell a lot. He gave yeah. me my first free high in, in, in training. First what? Free high. You know how, like, when you get choked out and then they say, oh, you get, you, have you been choked out and then someone let it go and then you're like, oh, wow, what was that? You oh, kinda, yeah. You kind of get that free high. Like me and Ashley were talking about so, yesterday. Okay, me and Bubba have a debate over this. <laughs> Bubba seems Ain't going to be a good debate. It's, it's totally fine. <laughs> To get choked out during practice because it's a free nap. Uh, <laughs> now, I am under the belief that it's terrible to get choked out because uh, your body's shutting he off. Thinks that it, he thinks that it, every time you get choked out, the next time you get choked out, you go out quicker. I don't know. I that. said that's uh, that's more know. of a knockout thing. That's more of a knockout thing, but I don't think it's healthy. I to don't get choked think out so. All the time, right? I've never been choked out in practice. In practice. So what are you doing? Or in a fight? What do you do? What you like tap but, before you or go? Or in a fight? Yeah. So in practice, you tap before you go out. Yeah, of yeah, course. I mean, so why I, are you not tapping in practice? I don't go to sleep in practice, bro. I, I I don't go to sleep in practice. Like I'll tap in practice. You have last. You said last week that you go to sleep every practice. <laughs> no, that's, that's not. We we took it out of context. Not what I meant. I get choked out a lot in practice. You know, just working on different things and trying to find my weaknesses with my wrestling and the you know stuff like that. So we're still gaining in that area. But I'm talking about like when there's something on the line and I'm watching fighters in the cage that are getting choked out and then they're tapping when it's just a choke in the cage i, I, I would never do that if you, it was just you, a choke. Just gonna go out i'm just gonna go out bro you? it's like i like we Man. just said it's a free net if it's i'm getting hard. choked in the cage i'm just gonna i mean i've never been choked out in a fight i don't know have you ever tapped out in i've practice? never yeah yeah in practice yeah in practice i think there are some guys that tap out too much in practice like when they're not really that they, they get so used to tapping out they just get scared that something's happening they get into a fight <laughs> they tap before they were actually in danger but yeah. I think that's that's way, way less than than guys that I, I don't think I, I'm just I don't want you taking naps in practice. Okay? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get. Okay. I don't go to sleep in yeah, practice. I don't think it's very whether healthy. It's tr- whether it's tr- whether <laughs> it's, it's sparring or choking. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to sleep be, in practice. I'd be tapping on my way to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody heard me. You know what? I'm do, out of this. Do, yeah. you start, do you guys do a lot of drilling? Do you start? In like with once like a like drilling like a position where like you start in a choke yeah 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 you start you do position drilling yeah. yeah like literally arm out guillotine 
Guys on his back, guys legs up. You're literally in the fully worst position. Has yeah. F- fully has yeah. it. And then they Half go locked triangle, <laughs> right. or... and then they say go, and you're like ah. Oh, and you got about it. six yeah. seconds yeah. to get yeah. Yeah. out or we, get. It's it's part of you know yeah. ha- knowing what it feels like to be there, knowing exactly. what, where your escape route is when when that happens in the fight. You know, it's all being about that. put in that yeah in the worst possible positions ever, and knowing how to yeah. react in that position. Yeah, that's right. why we do it did your girlfriend ever, ever like try to choke you out and, and you're like I'm not going out or... <laughs> yeah no I'm just kidding <laughs> okay also fighting uh, also fighting is Rick Glenn Rick Glenn's a good fighter uh, this week and uh, Colton Smith is fighting uh, another ultimate fighter winner Colton yeah, Smith yeah. Uh, oh is that the army guy the army yeah. guy yeah, nice he's, he's, he's fighting Washington Nunez da Silva <laughs> I don't know who that guy is but I'm going with Colton I like Colton I like he's a tough Colton guy. a lot too he's a good, good guy yeah. real good guy yeah. So, so he can rub a lot of people the wrong way, though. I've, I've seen people not really like Colton. Well, he got up to a bad start in the first Ultimate Fighter when he went to, went to go shake the guy's hand and he shot a double leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone hated him from then on. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't do that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Has anyone ever done that to you? No. You? No, but today we were sparring and it was one of those like, you know, grind them out sparring kind of days. And, you know, they were like, shake hands. And I went to go shake my guy's hand. I went, it was AJ. And you know, a lot of times you're playing with your, your yeah, friends, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they go out of bounds and they're coming back in bounds and you sneak a punch. Like, you know, it ain't a knockout punch, but yeah. you sneak a punch around the bag, you know, yeah. just messing around. And I went to fake like I was going to touch his gloves up before the round and I just jabbed him in the face. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. definitely, it was definitely an asshole move by my part, but it, I enjoyed it. it was but fun. that's your boy. Yeah. That's my boy. Yeah. But no, I've yeah. never in a fight. The the LaRue Burley fight, the one that I lost, it actually threw me off. That was a one. Like I said, I learned a lot from that fight, the one that I lost, the first one that I lost. Because um, I was, you know, all about the fight. I was all about the respect. And I came out to shake his hand, and he didn't shake my hand. And it immediately pissed me off, which immediately got my blood going, which immediately got me to gas and go, oh, I'm going to kill you. You know, I was yeah. ready to, like, get after him after he wouldn't shake my hand when I should have just, you know, stayed relaxed and stick to the game plan. After he didn't shake my hand, I went to like, I'm gonna kill you mode. Yeah, some guys like to shake hands, some yeah. guys don't. You yeah, know. and you do that now. Fighters, you'll see fighters when they're when the referee's like, "Are you ready? Are you ready?" They'll be over there like, "Hey, we gonna do this? Or are you gonna embarrass me?" Yeah. <laughs> some guys, some middle. guys wave it off yeah. and say no. Yeah. Now, now, do you find that um, now most of the guys you fought, you've been pretty cool with, right? Yeah. Has there ever been a fighter that you didn't like before the fight, or that you just hated, or you wanted to really do no. trash talking? No. I know in the Ellenberger fight, he was talking shit to you during the way. <laughs> yeah. What did he say to you? Um, he came up to me and said, oh, you're going to break me? You're going to break me? I'm going to break your fucking jaw. Wow. That's what he said. And I just nodded and said, okay. He <laughs> <laughs> said, okay? I said, okay. Oh, man. I don't know. what Someone said I'm going to break my jaw. I'd be like, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's not that's a not not considerate nice. thing to do. <laughs> By the way, okay, so we're going to try Phil Davis again right now. Hello? Goodness gracious, I said five, not 15. Oh, sorry. Okay, so we got Phil Davis on the call. Phil Davis is a uh, a national champion, a former <laughs> UFC badass. He just won the Bellator title. Uh, the, not the title, the Bellator, the first ever tournament, tournament title. Uh, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Tyler Bowe, Bubba Jenkins, and Kelvin Gastelum. How are you, man? Hey, can't guess. You on here, man? What up, Phil? How you doing, bro? Hey, what's going on? Man, we're hanging out, man. How you doing? And where's this dude, Adam Hunter? I'm, I'm right here, man. How are you, man? Good, 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 good. 
So what's going on, fellas? What are we talking about? We're talking about you, man. You you just you won the Bellator. You you beat Emmanuel Newton. Uh, you won that. I mean, you just dominated in an impressive fashion. You got your first knockout, right? Was that the first time you ever knocked anybody out? Uh, no, not my first knockout, but uh, my first knockout recently. Yeah, that was again, beautiful. first knockout of a, a really of a pretty good guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right against Francis Carmount, who's a a really good fight. Now, how did that feel? I mean, how did that feel winning the whole thing? Oh, you know, it was uh, it was a great experience, and uh, I mean, just my Bellator Bellator debut was uh, had a lot of nerves going in, and I really wanted to make a good impression both on Bellator and Spike. and um, So, you know, definitely felt good to get a big win. A knockout in a first-round submission, I mean, I, I'm, I'm elated, man. So, <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, you beat Bubba's. What more can I do? Now, what more can I say? Now, Bubba tells us that you took him on his recruiting trip, Penn State, right? Yes. <laughs> now, he was saying that when, you, that when you wanted him to come so bad, you took him out, you guys partied, uh, tons of chicks. It was a wild night. He said. He said you you showed him the a Penn State that there was no way he was not going to go to Penn State afterwards. Is this true? <laughs> I, I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, smart man, that guy. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but that, I mean that 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 all sounds very reasonable. That very well could have happened. <laughs> No, I mean he just said it was tons yeah, I of. Around. I show Bubba around, and uh, I told Coach I was like, no, I, I personally want to show Bubba around because he has to come to Penn State. He has to. And uh, and Bubba and I had like a special relationship. Like after he was while he was being recruited, we were we were texting back and forth. After his official visit, we were texting back and forth. He's asking about this on the team. How, hey, is this guy going to be ready? He's going up against one of my guys. I'm like, yeah, he's going to trash him. You know what I mean? Like we we had a we had a whole special relationship, uh, different from pretty much every all my other teammates. Nice. Now, so I mean, now he said that, that like so that night did Bubba get laid on his recruiting trip? Tell us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, we we uh, you know I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, but I cannot be. There are some missing nights. <laughs> There's some missing hours. I was gone. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if I had to guess, I would say yeah. <laughs> good work. Good, good work, man. Good work. Now, um, now, I mean, I didn't sign with Penn State for the weather. You know. <laughs> now, you know. <laughs> now, now we all know what happened with Baba. How Baba left. He he left. A, he left Penn State. Went to ASU. He says it was because the coaches didn't like him. He had a bad reputation. What, what really happened? Tell us the truth. What 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 what, what went on in Penn State? Well, I mean, honestly, when when he left, uh, they they had to change the staff. They got Kel Sanderson, and um, you know, he, here's the thing: Bubba Bubba Bubba, and he rubs some people the wrong way, and you have to either love the way he is or you don't, and. I think it just came down to Coach Kell came in. He wanted to, like, put his foot down like nobody does anything. And that's kind of, you, you know, you kind of have to, when you've been with a coach for four years or five years, you, you kinda, you're kind of you kind of lenient towards the seniors. You don't let them get away with murder, but at the same time, you don't treat them like freshmen. Yeah. And, and so Coach Kell comes in, 
and he's putting his foot down, and he doesn't care whose butt it lands it. <laughs> so <laughs> right, and 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 then the backdrop of that is we also have a not a stud, a super stud uh, red shirt who's coming in. He's he's red shirting. He's getting better, and and we want him to wrestle in Bubba Spot, who ended up being David the Man Taylor, who's a beast. But you know, it, but as we as we later found out. Uh, Bubba has sweet redemption against him. So. <laughs> he, he set the record straight. And, and who was the guy that told on you that you beat later? Frank Malinaro. Frank Malinaro. What's up with Frank Malinaro? This guy, he told on Bubba? He was a big narc? Oh, did Frank told on you? <laughs> yeah, Frank was snitching. See, the thing was, <laughs> Phil, Phil was Phil was more of like uh, the guy who I still advise. Like I, when my senior year, Phil was already in the fighting, and he kind of influenced me. Like you know, this is probably where, where you should go after you're done with with college wrestling. You know, so that's why I even thought about going to Arizona because of the big, you know, ASU Sun Devils MMA thing that was starting to rise up not only that i wanted to move west to get more into mma that's where i think you know wrestling's on the east coast kind of kind of style but mma is more on the west so i you know i, I started planning what i was going to do so i was getting more advice from phil while I was still at college about you know the next moves to make the next things to do and you know he was advising me from being out of college being a graduate from penn state a national champ so he had a lot of great things to tell me and a lot of you know advice that i listened to along the way so nice. it's just different now, now, Phil, every time uh, I go do a show in San Diego and you come, you bring the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life, uh, <laughs> who's, who's somehow you meet training. Uh, these, I've never mm-hmm. seen girls like this in a gym. But, I mean, these are just tens. Uh, is that still going on? Whoa. Have you settled down? Oh, yeah. Uh, or, or oh, yeah. She, she, she's still around. She's, still, she's actually right next to me. Oh, Nice. Nice. Actually, right next to me, so I have to be nice to her, at least for right now. She Tell her we said hi. Uh, she was smoking hot. Adam Hunter and the guy say hello. <laughs> K. Gas and Bubba J. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going. That's that is that is my uh, that's my fiance, brother. Oh, congratulations! Nice. Future's, future thank, Mrs. Thank Wonderful. That girl was Mrs. Wonderful. Absolutely. Now, um. Future Mrs. Wonderful. Now, what happened at your gym? Uh, somebody said, like, a couple of months ago, one night, like, 12 guys just took off. They ran away from your gym. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? You know, honestly, it was, uh, it was only, like, three, three or four guys. But uh, Alliance, our gym has been, it's, it's, for a while, our gym was almost too big. It had too many people in it. I'm not even talking about just like, I'm talking about just the pros. At one time, pro team training had around 20, 25 guys who were in the UFC. Now, I don't mean to be, that's too many. <laughs> it's kind of too many. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at that point, you know you got guys that are going to fight. You know you do. Um, and and, and that's, that's not even the reason why they left. The reason why they left is they had another place where they could train or where they wanted to train, they thought they would get a better training atmosphere. And, uh, I mean, it's that way in amateur sports. It's that way in professional sports. If you think this coach over here can t- get you to the upper level, well, go over there. Uh, I, mean, it's, I mean, that is what it is. I, as far as I know, nobody's uh, beefing about anything. Uh, you know, well, nothing nothing involved me. <laughs> right, yeah. No, no they, well, I, think, they, you know, I think they were just saying that, like, they were not getting enough enough attention from certain coaches. That they yeah. just, you know. 
And that'll, and that'll happen. I mean, one man is, like I said, he's coaching a team of 25 guys in the UFC. I can tell you guys, they do shows every week. You you, you already know. Somebody, it, it, it's got to give somewhere. Right. Right. Now, now I know Gustafson so, I mean, didn't, didn't, um, didn't train last week for his last fight with you guys. Uh, how come? Uh, uh, I'm not sure, but you know, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a back and forth thing. Like depending on the fight or depending on the, the timing, he'll come out and he'll do uh do a fight camp. So, uh, yeah, that one, that one, I don't, I don't know for sure. Now, now you're the no, first no, no, guy no, to leave. Sure, but... You're the first guy to basically leave the UFC on your own free will. A lot of guys like they get cut, mm-hmm. but you were the first guy to really just say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to Bellator. They're offering me more money, right? Right. I love how you said that. First, we got to leave on his own free will. Like, they, <laughs> like they beat you up before they send you off. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, it's yeah. It, it, it's exactly that. You know, um, we as um, professional athletes. I mean, you have got to protect yourself and and, and get get your money while it's there. I mean, it's right. the best. I take the best offer on the table. Before I was in the, uh, the, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, I took the best offer on the table. I could go and fight for these guys, or I could fight for the UFC. And the UFC was by far the best offer on the table. It was by far the best. Now, if that if that changes and we're no longer and the UFC doesn't have the best offer on the table, I mean, what is my what? It's 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 absolute lunacy to be loyal. I mean, what is it about? <laughs> it's not about the bottom line. What, what is about doing it for? But it, do you think maybe, though, that you're going to like, okay, you're beating good guys. I mean, you're beating great guys. Mm-hmm. The guys that you beat, uh, Emmanuel Newton could hang with anybody in the UFC. These guys could hang with yeah, UFC fighters. Absolutely. Uh, but, absolutely. but is there so, a little bit of like, okay, let's say you beat Liam McGarry, uh, which I, I think you will. You, you, okay, you're the Bellator champion, but you're still – top five in the world is it, mm-hmm. is there a little bit of unfulfilling of going oh man yeah i'm the bellator champion but i think i could probably be the ufc champion yeah that check says different though <laughs> yeah hey let me ask let me let me let's change it let's not even talk about me okay let's talk about somebody else that i i like talking about should lebron stay in miami and take a pay cut or should he go to cleveland and never win uh he should, he should not take a pay cut. I mean, you got to worry about. You. I mean, f- fighting is you a very. You should never take a pay cut. You should never take a pay cut. <laughs> I feel like that's a different discussion, though, because LeBron's a bajillionaire. So no, no, no. Listen, me and LeBron, and we're not similar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're black, and you know, no, kind of tall. I'm saying, unfortunately, you you are at the top of your sport, and uh, you're not making that LeBron money. Yeah. No, definitely not. But the, the principle remains. No, I mean you should go for the the, the most money. I mean, when it, when people say, oh, "Oh, well, you don't have as many rings as Kobe." Okay, so what? Is the man a beast on the court by himself? Yes, yes, he is. You know what? I don't I don't need someone else's validation of, "Oh, you didn't beat this guy or that guy." Guess what? I don't care. I'm judging the checks. <laughs> right, you know, and I I understand that. And with, if it was somebody else, I would say yes. But but I know Phil that you're good enough to beat those guys. That's that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? If it was somebody exactly. else, like even with like Josh Thompson, okay, Josh Thompson, who's a great fighter, 
I don't know if he can potentially beat the number one guys in the UFC, number two, three guys. He may, you know, maybe on, on on his best night, someone might have it off. But but Phil, I just feel like with you, like your two losses, because I don't even think that the Ryan Bader was a loss. I think they were kind of looking. You were such a favorite; they were looking to give Bader the rounds that were close, kind of like with you right. and uh, Kelvin, kind of with like with you and Woodley. I felt like it was a very close fight. It could have went either way. Your only right. two, your only two losses, I believe, were to uh, Rashad Evans. And to Anthony Johnson, I don't believe Rashad Evans is the same fighter that we saw last week who fought you. Um, um I'm a, I, I tell you what, he, he definitely didn't seem like the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> you wish you had that guy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to bash Rashad. You know, he's beat up a lot of guys, and you know, it, it honestly to me, Rashad looked like he was he looked like he was like ill, like sick on, like he was. Maybe you know, just not not a hundred percent. Right, Which absolutely. Happens. So I mean, I really think the guy, the guys that'll give you the most trouble in the UFC are, are are Anthony Johnson, Daniel Cormier, and John Jones. Those are the three guys that I think that you match up well enough. But those are going to be your mm-hmm. toughest three guys. But you're you're right yep. there. I mean, right? You're right. So do you plan on ever going Definitely. back? Do you, I mean, do you plan on maybe winning the Bellator belt and then maybe come back and try to merge the belts? Well, here's the thing. I mean. I listen. I, I, I'm, I'm. I will warmly welcome a, a return, but at the same time, um, I, I don't want to disrespect the promotion with them that I'm with because they were willing to do something that that they weren't. <laughs> they were. They they had the better contract. Right. How much? How much and more that, money did, they, that, did you make with them? Uh, about twenty five to thirty percent. Wow, that's a big jump. Actually, actually, no, uh, more uh, more than that. <laughs> uh, looking like a smart move, Mister Wonderful. <laughs> hey, 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 let me tell you that the last fight was a good fight, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, them Bellator checks nice. don't, don't bounce. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I, I, I even got. A, I'm one of those dudes. Who always has a, a new nickname. Yeah, you know I mean, Bubba knows exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, just re- I just cycle through nicknames. So I got a new one that night, and it was Four Check Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Four Check Philly, what's up, baby? <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's four great. checks in one night. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. Now you um, Oof. now what do you think about John Jones? You think, think he's gonna come back or what? Uh, you know, I hope so, man. I hope so. Uh, you know, he's uh he's paid his debts and uh well I guess he he's still technically still paying them, but you know, he, he, he's he's done what he needs to do. And um, you know, I I I like to see him back. Yeah, me too. It's just it's a, it's a shame because you're just like how many athletes do we have to see fuck up their prime of their career because of stupid mistakes? Yeah. I mean Lawrence Taylor uh, I mean, how many? How many other like Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strawberry? Now we're gonna put John Jones in that mix of just guys that could. You're gonna be like Ricky oh, Waters. Ricky Waters. I mean, you're just like oh, shit. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Most guys named Ricky. I mean, it's like we, we've Ricky seen Bobby. This. Rick Fox. Rick Fox. It's like we we we've seen this before. Ricky though. Bobby could have been good in college. <laughs> All of Bellevue of DeVoe. No, but I'm saying, it's, 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 it's like, we've seen this before. It's like, come on, man. We've, we've, we've seen this story happen before, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the way. Well, I mean, you know. I'll go on. 
Go ahead. No, no, go on. Go ahead, Phil. By the way. No, what, what, what were you saying? I was just saying, man, it's just it's just one of those things that just kind of happens. You know, once you, you know, you, you're gaining so much popularity and notoriety, and it's, I don't know, you, you start losing some of that. Some of the people around you would keep you out of making dumb decisions. Yeah. Do you have those people around you? No. I I think so. I think so. Bobby, I, you have I those people. The same people around me. Yeah, absolutely. So. I, I I pride myself in being the same person that they knew in middle school. You know, whenever I go back home, no one, not one person, says that I've changed. You know, and I always go back, whether I'm there for two days, three days, one day. I always go back to those people that I I that helped me get to where I am. All my mentors, I stop by and see them for yep. at least 10 minutes. You know, if I, if I have more, I spend more time with them, but I hit every house, my high school wrestling coach, um, my high school lawyer who helped me do a lot of different things. Like just, I, I go back and hit every house. Is you that because you owe them money or no, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't, even if I owed them money, they were the type of people that would never accept. Wait, the why job. do you have a high school lawyer? I, I, I had a well. I had a guy well, who advised hey, me on a lot of different things. Hey, hey look, shit happens. People catch cases. <laughs> it, it, it don't matter Damn. what age you are. People catch cases. Son. Are you a high school lawyer? Is this is this a lawyer you had in high I school, or either. like a Doogie Howser type high school kid who passed the bar? <laughs> no, this is a lawyer I had in high school. Seriously, why did you have a high school lawyer? For real, tell us why. Hey, true story, Bubba. But looking back. That could have been a blessing in disguise. You know, you you, you caught you learned that lesson early. Early. What? Well, you got to go pregnant in high school. Early. No. <laughs> why, why would you need a lawyer for that? Well, what, what we do love prenups. We <laughs> want prenups. Yeah. No. Look, I got um, my senior year. I was the number one recruit in the country. I was, you know, the guy. Uh, I got expelled um, for getting fellatio, oral fellatio. Outside oh. of school, outside, I wasn't in school, and I was outside of the parameters of, you know, 30 minutes before the bus comes and 30 minutes after the bus drops you off. So they tried to expel me for it. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a crazy case. Wait, you got a blowjob at, yeah. at the no, bus stop? Was, no, I got uh, a blowjob. It crazy. Yeah, it was, it was extra, man. It was, it was, it was just, nuts. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even leave out. I had, outside of my house, there were probably five or six news TV crews and, and seriously I was what? in every newspaper I was on every radio station um, they had a riot not a riot but they had a protest on the radio station my local radio station this is when that song getting getting some head yeah, I was yeah. getting they said they were going to play it until they put me back in school they played it now, like for 39 was it was amazing they played it for 39 <laughs> days straight so it was worth it yeah but it, it, look, it was definitely worth it okay the only thing that I lost the only thing I lost Maryland turned their scholarship from a hundred percent scholarship to an eighty percent scholarship, wow. but my boy Matt Derlin, who I said you kind of resemble, he he was he was all about it. He never never wavered. Our loyalty. What, now, what was did your mom say when she found out you got head? My mom always knew that you know I was a handsome kid and I was prom king, homecoming king, you know, captain of the team. So she already knew, you know, I was that Hollywood story kind of guy. Like like Phil said, Bubba gonna be Bubba, dog. Hey, Bubba gonna be Bubba. But the thing was, but the thing was, I wasn't in school. It wasn't during you know a school time. I, I was. It was literally like I, I I got out of school. I took a girl home with me. I had a match that night. White girl. No, she was no, she was not a white girl. She was, she was, she was black. <laughs> no, she was not a black girl. <laughs> what was oh. she? She was a Colombian Guatemalan chick. Wow. So there, Colombiana. So, so there was coke on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgeball. Anyways, uh, so basically, so basically, it, I was I was completely off the of school ground, completely out of the school district area, all that good stuff, and they still tried to expel me for it. So how it did was, they find out? 
Um, yeah. How, how did I got? It was a, it's a long story, but a couple kids said that they they heard or they rumored, and once the rumor got back, everyone's got that high school teacher that is cool with all the students, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that teacher that teacher hated me because one of her favorite students had a massive crush on me, and chick wasn't all that hot, and you know, uh, and she thought I was fooling myself because I didn't want to date that girl. Wow. And I was just like, that's not my type of girl. And, she, and that teacher was cool with everybody, but not cool with me. So as soon as she heard rumors of, oh, you know, Bubba J just took that chick on Bubba J. Just took this chick off. She was just like, "Oh, really?" You had to go to court, and I had to go to. I had to. Show, I had to, I had to dick, getting head. No, I had to go to nine. I had to go to nine appeals <laughs> though, because the they expelled me, expelled me, expelled me, expelled. They wouldn't let me back in. Would let me back oh in. I didn't God. go. I didn't go to my state tournament. I, there was a lot of stuff that happened. I end up going to a new school for the last two months of my senior year, winning nationals, being their only national champion, being the new guy that was on TV <laughs> at high school. Going to a new school your senior year and winning nationals. You got damn right. It don't <laughs> stop, son. It don't stop. <laughs> The winning don't stop. By the way, by the way, Phil. The so, don't stop. by the way, so Bubba's fighting one of your former teammates, Jordan Parsons. Yes. Any any, any hey, advice for Bubba? When you when you're an alliance fighter, that is a hedge of protection. Okay, you, we we we'll put around you, teach you everything. We got for you. Once you leave that head of protection, I can't help you, baby. You're in trouble, baby. You're in trouble. You're on your own, Jordan. Fair game. game. I'm going to chop him. He's a cool cat. He's a cool dude. It's going to be a great fight, I can tell you that. Because Jordan, I mean, what do you do? Knock out the last two dudes? Uh, He tapped the last guy. I mean, he's he's terribly, he's he's really talented, but at the same time, ain't no Bubba J show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now, now Kelvin's fighting Matt Brown. Any advice for Kelvin? No. Man, nah, you don't tell me don't need no advice. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you don't need no advice, Kelvin. Go out, do what you do, man. <laughs> All right. It's, That's it's, perfect advice. Strong, as strong as you are, Kelvin. Nobody can tell you nothing. Phil, <laughs> <laughs> any, any advice? Yeah, I heard, I heard uh, you know, uh, you know, st- you know, Kelvin is the strongest person. Well, he, I mean, if. He half the time we weigh the same amount, but he's. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm at light heavyweight most of the time. Forget Matt Brown. Any advice for the weight cut? No, I, I honestly, I, I heard that they were doing the UFC special on, on Kelvin uh, for your last fight against Ian Allenberger, and they they went and like they you were living on a boat at the time. Yeah, and and like so they go into his boat and he's eating cheeseburgers and like fries <laughs> and, like, and your place was disgusting no there was like there was like three, not at was, all like three Mexicans on the boat no no this, this didn't happen <laughs> this did not happen at all this is what this is what, erroneous this information this is what Luke Barnard told me okay? no he was living with me what are you kidding okay. me alright so, so you, you weren't eating cheeseburgers on the boat no oh okay I actually made way that time oh that, that time good good, good. Now, how, how much do you weigh now by the way right now like a little under 195, 193, 195 right now, which okay. is which is still a little ways to go. Yeah, still a little ways to go. I don't want to get too light, but what's up, brother? So they got you. They got you working with a nutritionist now. Yeah, George Lockhart. Okay, okay, okay. George, oh, he's good, George Lockhart. Oh, yeah. Has it been a big difference or not really? Yes, it's been a big difference, man. I shoot, I've already I started camp at like no lie, two ten. No, he looks so. lean, man. He, from from looking at him right now and and knowing what he looked like before <laughs> when, when we were on Ultimate Fighter show, because he definitely looked like he had a burrito or two when we were on the show. Now he's looking pretty lean, man. He looks good and he feels solid, you know. Yeah, no, I've been working with George Lockhart for uh, three weeks now. 
man, we we I can feel already the difference in my body in the. Do so you like it better than Mike Dolce? Well, they're just different, you know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Look at you trying to create some beef. You yeah. so you like them better? <laughs> Shouts to Mike Dolce. Yeah, I I love Mike Dolce. He's yeah, just, he's good just, people. It was just miscommunication between our our relationship, and that ended up being weird. So I just left it alone. I said know? baked chicken, not fried chicken, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? So when's the wedding, Phil? Where? When? Oh, uh, when? Uh, November first. Oh wow, it's coming up. Ooh, yeah, nice. buddy, it's coming. Wow, it is coming. Nice. So, you nervous? Are you nervous? <laughs> you you couldn't wait for it or what? <laughs> <laughs> we should do a press conference. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I can think of a lot more stuff to be nervous about. So, like the bachelor party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the bachelor party. Like a, a food, a food uh, pairing or whatever they do. They like you, you taste all the food that you're gonna have. It's pretty dope, man. Nice. It's pretty dope. Now, now she's a, a a mixed girl, right? She was mixed. Yes. Yes. No, she was very exotic. She is Korean Ooh. and Mexican. Korean. What? Yeah. Yeah, Korean and Mexican. That's I've never yeah, seen that. Never, never been done before. I cool. think, I, Konnichiwa, I bonita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was Japanese. <laughs> so she close she, enough. Yeah, I'll try. So she eats her pet chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she hung up the phone for him. <laughs> Enough of this. She hung up the phone. But nice, no, I, I got my invite, Phil. I will be there in my beautiful blue and pink tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> blue and pink. Like it. Well, sure. listen, Phil, listen. Congratulations, man. You, you, you're, you're killing it, dude. I'm really proud of you, man. You're, you're happy. You're one of the best fighters in the world. Uh, it's, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, what's next for you, Adam? When are you coming back to, down to San Diego? Uh, first week of no, uh, November, uh, November 6th and 7th. I'll be in San Diego at the Comedy Palace. I got a lot of new jokes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will be there. And then I got a new show coming out on TV. Uh, it's going to start airing pretty soon. Uh, I, 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 I can't say the network, but we're filming it next week. Me and, me and, uh, me and, me and Bubba and Tyler. So I got, I got a new, a new uh, TV show. And then I'm, I'm writing the MMA awards, which I'm going to put cruises. I'm, and I got I got Kelvin in a, in a sketch. And I'm, I'm making one for you too, Phil. Ooh. So uh, I'd love to get you in one as well, Bubba. So thank you, man. And uh, I'll talk Absolutely. to you soon, brother. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Phil. Later, Phil. All right. Y'all fellas be cool. All right. Take care. Nice. nice guy, man. He's always one to interview, that's for sure. He's funny, man. He's always 30% one to interview. 30% more. More than that. I mean, you can't blame a guy, right? Oh, Not absolutely. Absolutely. I don't blame him. And me blame. and Phil have a very similar situation, but he's he he literally we're like I can't say we're the same person, but we're very similar because he's got a little boy and he's got his fiance and he's feeding his family in a sense. Like his son's maybe we went out, so his phone was two. His son's probably like three or four years old, so he's, he's like and he's literally like four years older than me. So he's his where his life is is where I'm headed, you know, kind of thing, and. The decisions that he's making, the decisions that he's made are very similar to the ones that I made and I would make. You know, if I was in a position where the contract, not even just the contract, 
better to feed my family here than to feed my family there just because people are saying, oh, you, you could do this, you can do that. I'm going with feeding my family in the best way possible. You know, that's something that's the bigger picture. You really don't worry about the people on Twitter and the people that are in your ear or the people that are in your DMs because they're not the people that are at home when all the electronics are off and you're just exactly. having family time. That's, those are the people that you really have to impress, love, show that you care for and take care of. Yeah, he's such a, yeah you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, that is our show today. Tyler, what do you got coming up? Uh, like I said, Irvine this weekend, maybe the haha. Uh, just uh, trying to get back at it. I'm at the House of Comedy in Phoenix uh, Wednesday night, which is come out Thursday. So Thursday through Sunday, House of Comedy in Phoenix. Baba, what do you got? Yo, I punched the sand out of that punching bag that I had Parsons face on. So <laughs> right now I'm working on getting a new punching bag, but same picture. Um, you know, other than that. I'm feeling good, ready to nice. go. Nice. And Kelvin, what about you? <laughs> nice. So I got UFC Monterey. Other than that, I'm working on passing the new Batman game. Nice. <laughs> Dude, I'm 40, 40% done. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Kelvin. Thank you. Your, your maturity is amazing. So listen. No, man, I got nothing going on. All I got is training well, for the next six weeks. Hard. Yeah, exactly. So so uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it and um, training real hard for it. And fuck, I'm excited for it. Well, I'm excited too. So, people, tip a fighter at tipafighter.com. Go to tip a fighter. Uh, let's make these guys money. American Icon Autographs, the best sports and celebrities memorabilia and events. AIASE.com. Sean is a great dude. Uh, D Cipher, D I hyphen Cipher, C Y P H E R, the lifestyle firm. It's got everything for uh, negotiation services included, mediations, contract evaluations, MMA fighters and boxing, contract negotiations, car sales negotiations, mergers and acquisitions negotiations, real estate negotiations. These guys will do it all. So hit them up, di forward slash cipher dot com. Camara Coffee, the best coffee in the business. Got Nootropics, uh, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E dot com. Use the coupon code ROASTED. Also for Decipher, use the coupon code Dodgeball. And remove it restoration. Uh, if your place has been vandalized with graffiti, you need to get it off. Remove it restoration.com. Thank you.